0: gathering together in prayer. So during this time before the throne is playing a song that is by Shekinah Glory. Whatever it is that you need God to do, I want to encourage you to seek Him. He's the answer. He's the solution for everything. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord God, we have gathered in this place to exalt you, to lift you up and to magnify you above everything. Every situation that would come to mind, every thought that it would exalt itself above you. Lord God, we bring it down. We cast it down O Lord God to give you glory, and to give you honor. Lord Jesus, help us, Lord, to live the life that you have called us to live, to be the people that you have called us to be. Lord God, to present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto you. Lord God, we thank you for each one that will tune in this morning those that will be listening later as they go through their day those that are present lord god and those that are on their way lord jesus we honor you for being sovereign in our lives lord god for giving us revelation helping us to know and understand who you are and what your will is lord god we pray for those that are sick that cannot be in service because of the ailment. Lord Jesus, we pray for their healing, that you would touch them in their body. Remember, Lord God, Cheryl. Remember the, uh, the, the families, the, the bereaved family, the loss of loved ones, Lord God. Lord Jesus, uh, because you called them, Lord, their time, their time had come to its purpose. Lord Jesus, we pray as we still exist, fulfill the purpose that you have called us for. Lord God, we thank you and honor you, Lord God, for all that you have done. We thank you and honor you today, Lord God, for what you are going to do. Lord Jesus, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, Lord God, fill them. Those that believe that it is not necessary, stir their hearts up, Lord God, to open their understanding, Lord Jesus, that, they need to be filled with your spirit lord god thank you lord thank you for your kindness thank you for your goodness lord god we'll continue to give you the praise and to give you the glory in jesus name amen thank you jesus thank you lord god thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord mighty god The Lord is worthy of glory and honor. He is worthy to be praised, to be magnified above every situation, everything that exists. Certainly we thank God for this is the day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. We wanna welcome you to Inside the Pages presented by the Cornerstone of Grace. Located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. A Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. I want you to know that we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We're bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Again, we want to thank you for joining our online service. If you're looking for a church home, growth and ministry, we want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. As we are opening up and having prayer, because prayer is necessary, the Bible said man should always pray. And so with that being said, we were uh, playing again uh, Before the Throne by Shekinah Glory. Uh, We believe in supporting uh, music ministry as well. And so it's a wonderful song of worship. They're a very wonderful group. And so you wanna support them, you'll find them on Amazon, just like you'll find us on Amazon. You'll find us on iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, and other uh, platforms. We're going to have our opening scripture, and then we'll be back to, to go more into the word of God. So I'm gonna tell you like this, uh, get in, fasten your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride
1: psalms one blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor seeeth in the seed of of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law does he meditate day and night and he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season Acts 2 46 and 47 and they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness in heart Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word
0: certainly we thank and praise God for his kindness. We thank God for his grace and his mercy. You know, uh, before we go into the word of God this morning, I'm excited about the Lord and my heart is filled. There's much that I want to say about him. But before we go into the word of God, I want to uh, play this, what we call a blast or what some might say a blast from the past. I I don't know why they, they say that, but But certainly, uh, this is a song, uh, this is one of those shouting songs, you know, that And we do believe in dancing and praising the Lord in in that way, and I hope you do. I I hope you praise the Lord uh, demonstratively. That's that's the way I wanna put it, demonstratively, because he deserves a demonstrative praise. And, And so then we're gonna go into the word of God afterwards. Now, this is Reverend James Moore. The song speaks for itself. That's one of those that will, as they would say, tear the roof off, (laughs) but fire, God don't need no matches. He's fired by himself. And that's Reverend James Moore, that was live with the Mississippi Mass Choir, back in the day, you know, do you remember that? You remember that? We sang that in Pentecost, in Northern California, and you know, That has a very, if if you haven't done aerobics in a long time, you may not be able to keep up with the drum beat. (laughs) You know, it has a different pace when it come down to the instruments compared to what some are used to, but you'll still get your praise on. You'll still get your dance and your shout on. And and so uh, we're gonna go on into the word of God this morning, not gonna bore your patience. Again, wanna thank you for for joining in with us. And so, you know, the Lord is blessed. I'm excited, as I mentioned earlier about the Lord and what he's doing. I'm excited about 62 years and, you know, and how the Lord is blessed what he is doing. You know, some didn't make it this far, I have, and I'm pouring myself out for him. You know, there's life experience, there's been good days, there's been bad days, you know, there's been challenges, and we all going to face those things no matter what the age is. But we learn and we overcome, the Bible tells us to overcome evil with good, I'm overcoming this morning. The Bible teaches us, I believe it's in Amos, to to love the good and hate the evil. My godparents taught me that early on. They laid a good foundation. And I look at that. And you have to learn to love the good and to hate the evil if you're going to be saved. Because if you reverse that and you love the evil, well, you know, I could do a little bit of offense against God. He's not going to mind. Then you after a while, a little, that little fox is going to destroy the entire vine. And so we're going to go into the book of Deuteronomy. We're setting a platform this morning, setting a stage, setting a stage. So if you don't have your your Bibles to use your devices, you know, I want to encourage you to if you have a Bible, bring it with you. I bring mine. I, I have my, my paper here, my paperback. And I love paperback because it has notes in it that I've written years ago. And, and so and last week we talked about uh, woe to them that are, are at ease, those that are on Easy Street, they're on the Broadway. Complacency. Complacency is not a godly attribute, but God is looking for faithful stewards. Someone that when that shows up. And so I hope this morning that you have uh, repositioned yourself, you know, that maybe you're preparing for your service to attend so that you can be there. So that if someone walks in off the street looking for the Lord, because that's what they're coming in for, or maybe they don't know why they're attending service. They, they might be coming in and ask for something to eat. They may be coming in for some water. I I remember one gentleman who came into a service uh, because he was challenged. It was part of the the gang challenge that he was uh, becoming, or he thought he was gonna become part of. And he came into the service, walked right down to the front row uh, to meet that particular challenge. But then he was challenged. He sat down in the seat of one of the church mothers and people were looking at this guy who was dressed a certain way, tat up, you know, and, you know, his attire. And he sat down in his mother's row or her in her seat. And when the mother came in, uh, she walked over to him and gave him a hug. He became a member of the church that day. He never went back out to join the game. So, you know, you need to be in your, place. Now, what if that mother would have stayed home that day and said, well, you know, I'll just watch the service on TV. What if I, if she would have said, well, you know, I'm, I have a hair appointment. I'm gonna go get my hair done. God can wait. So many have done that throughout the years. Uh, They, they spend hours and we're not gonna, gonna go there. I'm not gonna stay there, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, complacency is not a godly attribute but God is looking for a faithful servant. So my prayer is that the prophets are in service, the evangelist is is in their position and going back to report to their pastor that they've been out evangelizing that with the pastor's permission, of course, the teacher is in their place to teach. The healer, the discerner, the interpreter are at the house of worship so God can use you. In the book of Deuteronomy, In the book of Deuteronomy, the 27th chapter, the 27th chapter. And this is for everyone that is listening, certainly this household of faith. Beginning at the eighth verse. It says, and thou shall write upon the stones all the words of this law. You going to write all the words of this law very plainly, very plainly. And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, take heed and hearken, O Israel, Israel being the church, the church in the wilderness, the church that was baptized, Uh, as they cross through the Red Sea, uh, that church, and this church. This day thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. Today, it's March 26, 2023, and the word of God is being applied in this moment. Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God, and do his commandments and his statues, which I command thee this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for your word. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless Lord Jesus to have your way. Speak, Lord God, to the ears of this, your people, Lord God, that they will hold on to your image your statues and apply them moving forward in Jesus name. Amen. Now, saints and friends, this is not a cliche. Uh, the, the message, be blessed, you know, blessings or uh, prepare for your blessing. Or uh, These are not cliches, but this is a word that the Lord is sending to his people. This is a word that the Lord is sending this day and you can mark this today. He is sending this. Prepare for a blessing. Prepare for it. Prepare for a blessing. Now, I want you to put your name there instead. I want you to say, prepare for my blessing. I am preparing for my blessing. You need to make that declaration and you keep that in your heart that I am preparing for my blessing. I remember Elder Reese preached a very good message some years ago and she said preparation proceeds a blessing. Preparation is essential uh, when we say that I am going to be blessed. Now, blessings are universal laws as well as very specific in nature. This is very specific this is direct to you and so preparation is the process that you initiate in making ready for something is the process that you initiate in preparing or making ready for something athletes look at the reward and you need to look at your reward athletes look at the reward and they prepare, they become physically and mentally prepared because you can be physically fit and not mentally prepared. You get on the field and you, I don't care how much you lift weights in the gym and, you know, and you stretch, you've done all the stretching, you know, and, and you got the blood circulating through your muscles and, and you are physically fit. You look like you have been chiseled out of stone. You are diamond cut but you're not mentally prepared and other players know when you're not mentally prepared because after they put a good hit on you, uh, you lighten up. You're not as aggressive as you started out being because that hit shocked you. That hit uh, shook you up. And so uh, you have to be physically and mentally prepared. Now, this protects you, it protects the, the athlete from their, from physical injury. It protects them from mental, emotional injury, you know, it, and it prolongs a residual benefit. We were, we were driving in and, and we were talking this morning about one of the uh, quarterbacks and what they were looking for com- compared to the injuries that are, when you look at the pros and cons, they're always injured. So are you getting your money worth? These are things to be considered. Preparation. Preparation uh, prolongs and gives you the residual benefits that you're looking for. And I believe all of us are looking for uh, residual. I, I want to stress that residual because many get a blessing and that's it. They, I got it. I got my blessing. I got my my new job. And, you know, but it, it may not be residual. I got a car, but it may not be residual. You know, there may not be a continual blessing. Uh, The Jesus fed five thousand. And they ate that day and they were all filled. The men and the women, the children that was there, they was full, they were good. After that day, they was gonna be hungry again. What went in did come out. They ate it in one end and went out the other. So it left. so you want residual a young man that mentored me uh, overseer the way more uh, was a graduate and offered jobs with uh, NASA and uh, Visa and traveled around and still traveling around the world uh, mentor me and in mentoring me. He didn't teach me how to fish for a day. He gave me something that provided a residual feeding you want residual blessings and so you're going to have to do something now all of this comes by discipline discipline and we discipline ourselves and we try to discipline our children and you know some of them they get it and they they become disciplined and others uh after a few hard knocks then they say oh I think I need to follow these rules and so then they become Discipline, uh, discipline, uh, training, and making sacrifices. Now, you may be in a class, and there's someone that is very comical, and you see them, and they're always cracking jokes and doing things and, and look like they're goofing off, but uh, they're really a student. Have you ever known anybody like that? That was considered maybe in class a class clown or something like that. But they were a student. They played games. Or they played video games. And when you want to know what you do, man, I'm playing a video game. But they are a student. And because you're not understanding the concept and not separating it, then you want to play the games and be a class clown and do all those things and get away with things, and you lack discipline and so therefore you are a f or a d student barely making a c in some areas but but we're changing that this morning because we are above that we're above that we're we're disciplined as of this moment i am a dis you are a disciplined person And so in the training and the sacrifices, it says that I cannot, you cannot eat everything. You're not going to eat KFC every day. You're not going to go to Louisiana. You're not going to go to Church's Chicken after service this morning. You're not going to stop at Jack in the Box. You're not going to eat. (laughs) Well, so (laughs) some. You're not going to indulge daily in those activities. You got to give your body a, a break sometime. Uh, the body is being treated like a temple. That's how we should treat our bodies, like a temple, because that's what it is. Your body is a temple. I mentioned earlier, being 62 and, and, and joined, I know that this body, I am residing within this body. And... The body itself has a particular age and we come the time, just like you do, but it is a temple. It is a temple. And you have to treat this temple well. Uh, you have to remove the waste uh, from the temple. Uh, the excessive weight uh, has to be removed or reduced from the body and we have to stay hydrated. And we have to drink the right things. You know, I, I have a bottle of, of Gatorade to put electrolytes in this body, which is needed from time to time. Uh, when I'm ready to go on the court, as I challenged my uh, grandson this morning that, that we, has been a couple of weeks, it's been some months and he's gonna be surprised. But I have to make sure I stay hydrated. I have to make sure he's squirming in his seat right now. I have to make sure that I stay hydrated and keep the electrolytes and make sure that I keep this body in shape so that he won't think I'm talking crazy. Okay, and we have to do the same with God because talk is cheap. A lot of people are talking to God and they're talking about God. And that is as far as it goes. Now, the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastics, the 11th chapter, excuse me, the 9th chapter and 11th verse, it said, I turned and saw under the heavens or under the sun, that the race is not given to the swift. You might be fast, you might be fast, you might be faster than me. He said, nor the battle to the strong. So you might have some strength. Nor yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. There's an opportunity that is that God is preparing for his people right now. If you hear and understand what I am saying, we have entered into a particular season. Now, seasons are not always for everyone. Then there is a corporate season that we enter into. And so this is a corporate season. It is not an individual season, but it is a corporate season for this Ecclesia. All of you that are listening. Because see, something you need to understand something is that when you see someone that is being blessed, don't trip and say, Well, that's not me. No, you need to slide right up next to them so that you can benefit from that blessing. (laughs) You can benefit. (laughs) You got it, yes. (laughs) You you can benefit from that blessing now here's the message that you're not seeing I I said you need to slide right up next to them and get very up close and personal because they are being blessed and so you benefit from that blessing as the cup overflows the saucer is blessed And, and so you want to be blessed The Bible tells us in Genesis, the the 35th chapter, the second verse, it says, then Jacob said unto his house. and When you go home, you're going to say this to your house. When you when you see your 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 loved one, your the the one that you're in relationship with, you're going to say this to your children and to your spouse. And, And so then Jacob said unto his house and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods. That are among you. And be clean and change your garments we're gonna shed some things off we're gonna put away some things and we're gonna put on some clean garments we're gonna take off the uh, the, the the mindset that we've been walking around in because we haven't washed that. and So this morning it's been washed by the word of God. So we're taking that off. We're going to take off that hat that we've been wearing. We're going to take off that jacket uh, that we've been wearing. We're going to take off the things that we have been wearing that we don't need to wear. He said, and change your garments and let us arise. Let us arise. It's time to get up and go up to Bethel and I will make thee an altar unto God. When we get there, we are not going to forget about God who answered me in the day of my distress. You've been praying, Lord, bless me. You've been praying, Lord. I'm striving. I'm working hard. Lord, I want to be blessed. And so here it is. The, the cry, the distress that you have presented before the Lord is being answered. And that he was with me in the way which I went. Zechariah 3 and 4. And he answered and said unto those that stood before me, This is the minister talking, I'm talking to you ministers as well, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquities to pass from thee. I've caused the latency. Because see, sin is a latency. That's why Paul said, Lay aside every sin and weight that doeth so easily beset us. It slows us down, it brings us to a standstill. It causes us to stop. We get caught in our emotions. We are uh, pretty messed up in that moment. And then the enemy comes in and say, well, why should I strive? But God is saying your iniquity, the sin has passed from thee. So today in this moment, you're walking on a clean slate because God has pronounced that the sin has passed from you and I will clothe thee with change of remnant with change of remnant so so this is what you're going to do right now you know when you're you're your child you as an adult when you go to put on your shirt what do you do you put your arms up you slide yourself in come on slide yourself into it right now yes slide yourself into it right now put it on pull it down over you because God said I'm I'm clothing you with a change of garment." I'm clothing you. I'm giving you something new to put on in this moment. Ah! Bless you, Lord. I'm giving you something right now. I'm giving you a covering. Bless your Lord. There is now no condemnation to them. There's no condemnation right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Deuteronomy 27, 8 and 10 says, and thou shalt write upon the stones all the words of this law very plainly. So we make very plain, very clear, not using a bunch of theological terms, large words, did not go into the Pictionary Dictionary or anything else. Wikipedia or nothing like that to find the words to express, but very simply said. Write this. Write it in your hearts right now. Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, O Israel. This day thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt therefore obey. What am I going to do? I'm going to obey. When I was writing, I was sitting down and I was I was involved in, in I had to redo some some uh, some passwords. And as I was writing out the password, this was personally uh, for a particular app, I wrote keep God's commandments. Because that's the most important thing for us to do. Obey his word. You cannot lose with the stuff you use. And that's the word of God. You can't lose from that. Obey the voice of the Lord. So that means that not only did you put something on, but you need to be aware that there is an audible sound that is going to exceed, that is going to extend from this message, that as you go on your way. You will hear the word of God. You will be reminded. You will obey what God is saying to you. It may be something strange. Like look down. Open your door up and look down. You're like, I ain't opening my door up. And, and there's, you don't know what you're going to find when you open it up. You, you don't know what is going to be there to bless you because you were attentive to what was being said. You turned right instead of turning left. You made a U-turn instead of keeping straight. You paid attention to what was said. You've experienced this, an unction from the Holy Ghost. What something told me and I didn't, but today it's not that something told me and I didn't pay attention to what was said, but I'm listening, I'm being observant. And I'm walking with the expectation Now, don't enter into this with no expectation. That is offensive to the Lord. We should walk with the expectation of what he is saying. Moses is accredited with with receiving and writing the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And when I read and I hope you feel the same or you will in this moment. But when I read the scripture, it is more than a historical book. It is more than historical information. Is God's personal resume. We turn in a resume on the jobs. And some of you are looking for jobs, and right now you're, you're you're filling out, you're redoing your resume, you're making preparation, and that's great uh, because God is going to open the door of opportunity for you because you are being diligent. Diligent in what you're doing. God is diligent, and He said, the diligent shall bear rule. So it is God's personal resume It's God's formal documentation of a job. Well done, it displays some of his qualifications, his skills, his abilities, his credentials, his accomplishments, uh, all of which says he's sovereign. However, we don't have all of the information. John said the world could not handle it if we talked about everything. And that was when Jesus was here. He said he, you just couldn't handle it. It'd be too much for you, you. But he gave us enough. And it's not overwhelming us. His resume says in the beginning, he being the only God sovereign created the heaven and the earth. Isaiah 45, seven, uh, 5 and 7 says, I am the Lord. There is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee through, uh, though thou did not know me. You didn't know me. You didn't. You didn't know me. You didn't. You wasn't. You didn't birth out the womb knowing me. But I revealed myself to you, that you may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. I form the light and create darkness, I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. But for you, he is creating peace. Peace. So there should be a settling in your spirit because God is saying, I'm providing peace. I'm providing comfort. I am providing assurance this day. Remember, it, it, yesterday is gone. There is nothing right now. There is no sin over overshadowing you. There's no cloud of darkness. There's not even a gray cloud. It's a clean slate right now. And God has clothed you in something. So there should be peace. When you put the clothes on the child, and some of them like to sprint and run. And, you know, after you close them, they, they were trying to run away from you when you are trying to close them. <laughs> But there's something about, after you've taken a nice relaxing bath or you've given that child a bath and you wrap them up, and even no matter what age they are, when you wrap them up as a burrito and they feel nice, comfort, and secure, God is saying, I want you to feel nice, comfortable, and secure right now. I want you to feel that right now. He said, and allow, this to be the foundation of your faith this morning to be established or to be re-established on these words i've made the earth i've created man upon it i even i, I i've my hands have stretched out the heavens and all their hosts have i commanded the 17th and the 18th verse says but israel shall be saved so God is not speaking this in the form of your salvation. I'm going to bless you and you're going to be saved. No, we are talking about tangible substance that God wants you to receive and have this year. I didn't say five years from now. I didn't say 10 years. I said this year. And with each step is going to take you into or closer to the ultimate goal that you are desiring to obtain, but Israel shall be saved in the la- uh, in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. So that is also part. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded, world without it. For thus said the Lord that created the heavens. God himself that formed the earth and made it, he have established it. He created not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. Listen to that. Everything that God created, he created with the purpose of you enjoying it. So we have held ourselves back so much but it's time to enjoy what God has created. It is there. It is here. It exists for this purpose. It exists for this purpose. I am the Lord and there is none else. Now, we stand assured this morning that we are not only in good hands, all states, the good hand people, is that all state? The good hands people, you know, uh, he is uh, better than the neighbors, you know like a good neighbor, state farms I use state farm. like a good neighbor, God is here. <laughs> He's here. So he said, look unto me, this is what God is calling for this morning. He's not looking for us to walk down when I head, oh man, I felt I failed the test at school and no 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 no, no, no pick your head up. You took the test that you may have failed on this time. And you learn something from it. You learn what your weaknesses are. You learn where, and so now you're gonna pick your head up. And and, because God said, Look unto me and be saved. All the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. I'm gonna look up because I've learned something. I've learned the glass is not half empty, it is half full. And so the Bible tells us that Moses and the elders, not the pastor by themselves, no, nope, no, nope, not the pastor by himself, not the pastor standing alone, but the entire administration of leadership. The, the prophets, the the teachers, the military leaders, the household leaders, the chief musicians, the praise and, and, and worship leaders. The entire administration stood and they stood in unison. They commanded the people saying, keep all the commandments which I command thee this day. I want to be blessed, and I'm sure you want to be blessed, too. You do want to be blessed, and I know that. I know it. I see it in your face. I see it, the expression, the smile. Like you want to be, yes. And I'm not talking about a few kibbles and bits. No, no. You, some of you may remember the commercial, the little dog running around, "How my kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I'm not talking about kibbles and bits. When I think of blessing, that word resistance pops up. It just keeps going. That lasting, that that enduring, that lingering, leaving some of what I had for tomorrow. When Jesus blessed them, when he fed them, they went with the basket and they collected what was left over. There was residual. There was leftovers. Some of y'all don't like leftovers, but I do, and some of you do too. And then there are others that just—how did you raise that child? Where they just don't like leftovers. That's that's the that's the time where you know the season and everything has had time to set and marinate even longer within the meat The, the whether it's the, the enchiladas whether it's peach coffee you know but uh you know where it had time and then you go back for some seconds and it tastes better than it did when it was first cooked every time the second verse says and it shall be on that day when you shall pass over jordan so look we're, we're ready to pass over when you come into your blessing he said when you pass over jordan unto the land which the lord thy god give thee get this get this get this hallelujah thank you jesus oh my god now let me give this testimony so that you will understand god is able to give it to you about 10 years ago this year I was unemployed, all unemployed, walking around like a, listen, I was lacking. Now, I didn't walk around telling people that I was, that I was unemployed, that I was struggling with some things. I was working temporary assignment, you know, trying to make ends meet. And so I had a phone call and the recruiter said, um, i have a position for you and I, I did not want to go to the position i did not want to because as he was describing it to me i felt that it was it was above my qualifications and as he talked more i said no that's not really what they're looking for i said what they're looking for is someone that knows how to create uh ssr reports and someone that knows how to do web development someone that knows how to t sql and i started naming all this stuff i said this is what you're describing to me this is what i'm getting out of what you're saying And uh, but I I said, well, I said, but I don't want to from what you're telling me, you know, I'm interpreting for him. But what he said, I said, I don't want to go to the interview. The man called me repeatedly. When I did accept the interview, he had called and said, God wants you to have this job. I never met this person, never shook their hand or anything. And so at that point, I went to the interview. We sat there and talked for about two hours. And my interviewer, VP of the company said, every time I mention certain phrases, you become illuminated. I see an enlightenment about you. I was hired on the spot and was given a blank check. What do you want to start this position? God gave that to me, and it doesn't mean that it wasn't met with some challenges Um, since I've been there. It doesn't mean that 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 people have not said or did things purposely, you know, but God gave it to me. And I had to come to a realization that nothing can happen to me on that job unless God permits it, because he gave it to me. He gave it to me. And so. The word of God says that he is going to give to you. But we have to keep the commandments of the Lord. We have to be diligent. Now, I didn't go into some of the, into the the background of some of the things that I, I was dealing with in that time, but just to give you a tidbit to help you out. I was in a very depressed state. Mm hmm. I was in a very depressed state at that time in my life. And some of you may have dealt with some depressing things, but uh, just like there is deflation, there is inflation. God knows how to inflate you and bring you back up to where you need to be. And so no matter where you find yourself this morning, I want you to know that God is able to do just what he said. And he said that he wants to give it to you. Now he said, when he does this, we're not gonna take and receive what God has given to us and then walk away as if he didn't give nothing to us. And we're gonna become ingrates. But he said, thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster them. And so on that day, when you receive, you're gonna set up an altar. We read in the Bible about how they set up altars they set up a place of remembrance for the lord and so you need to mark your calendars this day Uh, yes you need to mark your calendars this day you need to open your iphone your tablet your android device and you need to mark your calendar uh for this day a day of celebration because god said when you cross over you're going to step out and step into what he has desire and plan for you and he said when you get there i want you to remember where you were and where you are now i want you to do that i want this to become a permanent fixation in your mind i want you to be fascinated by what happens i want you to become very passionate for what i've done I don't want you to lose this focus. When God does something, we're too quick. And he said, don't, don't do that. Don't don't forget what I've done for you. Don't, uh-uh, never, ever forget what I've done for you. Third verse, and thou shall write up on them the words of all the law. You're going to set this up and you're going to write the words of the law. And when thou pass over that, thou mayest go into the land which the Lord God give thee a land that floweth with milk and honey, as the Lord has promised. He said, write about it, testify about it, tell somebody what he did, because when you pass over into the land that I give you and take possession of it, because I have reserved it for you. Someone else might be in that position right now, and they may have a long-term goal in mind knowing that God is getting ready to move them so that you can replace them God doesn't when he removes some it doesn't mean that he's removing them moving them into a different place that it's a bad thing it may be something that they've desired and they were just occupying that space while you get prepared remember preparation you're preparing for the blessing. No, preparation precedes that blessing. So while you're preparing, there is someone occupying that space, waiting to move so that you can occupy it. Now, these are structures ursher us into what God has called us and want us to be. It places us into the vein where God wants us to exist. Mighty God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word of exhortation this morning, we thank you for your kindness, Lord God, and the place that you are taking us to. Lord God, we will take heed. We will listen. We are your people. We're going to obey your voice, and we're going to do your commandments and keep your statues that you have given unto us this day. Thank you for preparing us Lord God, as we walk into what you have for us, Lord God, and as we continue speaking about the blessing that you are urging us into, help us to keep our words, to be faithful unto you, we ask these blessings in Jesus' name, amen, amen, thank you, Jesus, mighty God, let's hold on, I'm going to stop right there, there's more to come, there's more to come. Well, we thank God for you and those listening, those that will be listening later. Preparation. Preparation precedes the blessing. Again, to encourage you, that if you have a prayer request, want you to visit connectingtruth.org and submit your request. If you have questions about scriptures or something that has been said, maybe you've listened to uh, found us on iHeartRadio Radio, or maybe you went to God on Demand. Uh, Spotify and, and you heard them and you want a question about it, uh, please again visit ConnectingTrue.org and submit your question and certainly I'll answer it on the air. Your prayers will and, and or share your testimony that you have and God be with you. God bless you. Continue to pray as we are praying for you. In Jesus name, amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Preparation. Prepare. Get prepared. Prepare yourselves. Take the time out. Sacrifice. Make the sacrifices you need to make. The, t- the movie Titanic was three hours. Was it about three hours? Three hours? Something like that. People watched it. People cried at it. They became very emotionally caught up in it. You know, not- and <laughs> all... And all those different things. We watch a football game, watch TV for long lengths of time. Take some of that time and prepare for your blessing. Maybe it's transportation. I don't know. Whatever it is that you have desired in your heart. But I, I'm here this morning to just say that it's going to lead us, it's going to lead you into bigger and better. Bless your Lord. I, I'm done. I'm done. We'll be on this path for a moment, the leaning of the Lord. Someone asked me, they said, they said, what do you do when, when you, you about faith? Because people will come and and ask and say, pray for me that I have more faith. I'm not praying for you to have faith. Bible didn't tell me to pray for you to have faith. It said, the Bible said for you to. Have faith. And how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for your help. Corey had me cracking up. (laughs) Corey was very demonstrative. (laughs) I had to refrain from laughing at, at a lot of points there. Thank you, the Lord. Amen. Let's stand. <laughs> now may the grace of God, and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest in the body henceforth, now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.